Welcome to another edition of Hawk Off the Press after the final score. I'm your host, John Seppi, joined by Mike Klaas. After a 2014 win for Iowa over Purdue, not necessarily the prettiest, but as I tend to keep on saying now, win is a win and they're 5-1 and one right now. Yeah, that says it pretty well. I mean, pretty has nothing to do with this Iowa football team. It hasn't for quite a while, but you play to win. Ferentz says it all the time. It's That's the stat that matters. And um, this was one that they had to sweat. And uh, they did sweat, but they never trailed. And they held up, did what they had to do. For the fifth time this year, they were a favorite and they won. Yeah, and you look at quarterback play, I think that's certainly an area of concern when you have a guy go 6 for 21. Kirk made it clear that there was no consideration of changing that Deacon is, quote, our quarterback, end quote. But Deacon's got some work to do after today, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, it, maybe this was something he just had to get out of his system. Keep in mind, this was his first career start. It was only the second college game in which he's played significant minutes. And this stuff is hard. Okay, well, obviously, he was wound up tight. Uh, I mean, a lot of those passes were not even close, and you have to figure he's making throws in practice, you know. They're not going to put a guy out there who's making incompletions the way he made incompletions. But he made three or four throws that they had to have to win the game. All of them went to the tight end, Eric All. None of them went to Iowa wide receivers. I mean, the ones that went to wide receivers were far, they were wide, or in the rare occasions they were on target, the receivers dropped them. Eric All didn't do any dropping. He did catching, made big plays, and made uh, what really turned out to be the game ceiling catch, although the defense sealed the game on Purdue's final possession. But uh, a guy throwing as poorly as Hill was Yet he just, you know, let it fly and fires a 33-yarder down the field to, to all on the first possession of the third quarter. And then, like I said, on the last pass he threw all game with 14-24 left uh, on a third and two when Iowa, you know, could have gone for the short stuff and, and tried to keep pushing to the end zone. They took a shot and they hit it, and that was a winning play. Yeah, and you look now at what that what the rest of the game would have looked like had that play not worked. Yeah, it's an interesting what if. I think if there's one area of encouragement, it's probably on the line on both sides. With the running game for Iowa, the run blocking ahead of Caleb Johnson at points, and then on the defensive side, a team that had only three sacks, I think it was, through the first five games, then gets six against Purdue that and a quality quarterback too with Hudson card that really was impressive yeah I, you know I, I I'm not sure card played much better than Hill did uh, I mean card certainly had better numbers but he got stymied just as often as Hill did and uh, and he made a, uh, a handful of plays that were just weird but uh, he competed uh, but what you say is right. Uh, this game was won, as so many football games are won, with the line play in the trenches. Iowa's offensive line run blocked, not consistently the whole game, but enough. 
181 yards has been a total Iowa hasn't hit too often on the ground in the last couple of years. Uh, they kept the Boilermakers off of Hill's chest for the most part. He only got sacked once, and this was a Purdue team that had 17 sacks coming in. And then Iowa had the fewest sacks per game in the country, which just seemed unbelievable to me because you just you don't expect that. I mean, this is a this is a program that's averaged two two and a half sacks a game, seemingly forever, and they just hadn't been getting to the quarterback at all this year. Well, today that changed, and they got good defensive linemen. It sounds like Noah Shannon's going to be coming back sooner rather than later, which is a big deal. You know, if this line can just provide a semblance of what it gave today, it, it's a different defense. And the defense, you know, you hold anybody to 14 points, you played winning football, and the defense certainly did today. Yeah, and Tory Taylor, of course, was Tory Taylor again with, I think there's a 61-yarder in there, I think a 50-something-yarder. So special teams had some high points and some low points. Obviously, the blocked field goal, not yeah. great. The other Stevens missed, not great. Those are kind of the low points, and then Taylor, the high points. Right, but uh, punting is important. I, I will never say punting is winning because it isn't, but punting is vital, and Taylor has been so vital to this program for three years, and he was so much better than Purdue in the punting game today. I mean, it made a huge difference. Twice, Purdue had the ball at its 41 and punted and couldn't pooch kick. Uh, puts it in the end zone, and that's only a 21-yard punt. You know, it's like, why punt at all? Uh, whereas Taylor was Taylor. So that's a big difference. These things all add up. Uh, but but ultimately, in this one, it to me, it, it, it came back to Iowa's offensive line was... Played its best game of the season, and its defensive line played its best game of the season. And then looking ahead, it's going to be an interesting one next week with Wisconsin, the only team in the Big Ten West right now without an in-conference loss. Now, of course, you look at their conference schedule and their early bye week. That's part of the reason why. But still, this could be, uh, as it is seemingly in so many years between Iowa and Wisconsin, a really important game for Indianapolis. Yes, um, I mean, it's for the upper hand in the division, but it's not going to settle any. It's not going to settle anything. But what it does is it puts, especially if it's Iowa, it puts the losing team on the ropes. If Wisconsin loses, they both have one loss, and if you know, blah blah blah, Iowa could stub its toe somewhere else. But if Wisconsin beats Iowa, it's got a two-game lead on Iowa with the tiebreaker, and that pretty much ices Iowa out of contention. So it's going to have to play, easily play its best game of the year up in Madison. Madison's defense held Rutgers to 275 today, and, and Rutgers has been okay. Mm -hmm. Wisconsin, I'm not sold on its offense. I'm not sold on its quarterback. I know Tanner Mordecai came in highly touted, but I think he's a quarterback Iowa can rattle if it plays as well as it did today. The offense is going to have to score points, you know. Either that or DeGene's going to have to run one or two back to the house. Right now, you, you have a hard time seeing Iowa top 10 points, 13 points at Madison, but maybe it'll be one of those 13 to 10 games. Uh, right now, I think Iowa would be happy to be in a 13 to 10 game up there and take its chances. 
Yeah, I think if you're playing a 13-10 game in Madison, that's the style that Iowa is going to want. I think when if you're getting into a shootout, you just saw today that... Well, there's not going to be a shootout with those two teams. Yeah, relatively speaking, by Big Ten West but, standards. But they've, the defense has got to clamp them down, and the offense can't turn the ball over, and blah, blah, blah. And you'll have a lot to, to mull over this week, I know. But this is now the game of the year. This was a two-game stretch, this Purdue game and this Wisconsin game, that were a slippery slope for Iowa. If they'd lost this game, and I think before the game, a lot of people thought it was very possible. The line went down to one and a half some places. Uh, if they lose this game, there's uh, things get ugly uh, in the fan base and uh, with the media criticism, you name it. People have had enough. It's like you lost at home to Purdue, and it's, nobody wants to hear it anymore. But they win the game, and so you set yourself up for this midseason showdown. And now it's let's see what happens. Well, until next time, we will talk Hawks later. Get a daily update from the Gazette with our daily news podcast. Add it to your podcast player or your Alexa-friendly device to get a bite-sized local news update each day. Check it out at thegazette.com slash podcasts.